Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Welcome to another pod, Do Not Relent. I'm Slide Whistle. I am Immunization. And I'm Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire and Horde Punching Bag. And the rest of my house is taking a nap immediately to my left. I have a cat hair, like, on my tongue, and I cannot get it off of my mouth. I accidentally made a three-shot drink for this show, so here we go. Accidentally, he says. Hmm. I mean, mine was accidentally, for sure. And he wasn't even going to make Slide Whistle a three-shot drink. Immune was trying to poison the well from moment one. On my own well? (laughs) You're trying to poison yourself. The sun well. No, wait. Don't you guys have a well? Or you don't have a well, do you? What no, do you there's have? the it's sun the well, the moon well, right? Just what? a Naru in spaceships, I guess. What's ever, what's happened with those? Are we going to fly the X-Star anytime soon? Do you have any inside information on that? Yeah, Velen's been sitting on his big couch for a little while now. What are we going to do with that? When are we going to get spatial again? Much like we're going to fire that cannon, we're going to launch the Exodar into okay, space again. So oh where okay, so where is that? What is that? Because the British guy said it really fast. Admittedly, I was watching the video at two times speed. But he said that, and I was like, I don't know what that even means. So we're talking about the Taliesin and Anevatel video that he released recently about how the, there's the possibility of Alex of Razal, blah, 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 uh, like, uh, sandbagging Sylvanas' story on his way out, but in particular, <laughs> they reference this thing about how Alex said that we're gonna fire that cannon, referring to the Goblin Cannon, I suppose? The one in, I guess, yeah, it's off, like, the coast of Ashara, or Azara, the, the area right outside of Orgrimmar. Yeah, there's, um... There's, uh, the cannon is outside of Ogremar. It's, like, inside of, like, the horde-shaped symbol. And for some reason, they built it, and they were like, yeah, we're gonna fire it, and we're gonna kill something with it. And I'm like, what? But that is, of course, the the piece of information that is the talk of the town right now. Let's talk about this video. Specifically, it referenced the fact that Taliesin, being someone who is in the community, in in with the devs had some insider knowledge that Alex Afraziasby d- d- tried to sabotage Sylvanas before people are like, you need to go sit in a room lead designer of game. Yeah. So basically he said that he got DMS from several people who were on the team saying that Alex wanted to, for a while kind of effectively have Sylvanas have a heel turn. I guess he want like, did he say that he wanted to do it in le- as early as Legion even? That's what it sounded like, right? So, because, like, Afrazi Asby has always claimed that Sylvanas is his baby, that he's done all the writing for Sylvanas, and he is, like, the Sylvanas law master, and he pulls her strings. And it sounds like he always wanted her to be this, like, weird Saturday morning cartoon villain that had a, like, why, though? <laughs> like, what's the reason? But basically, the rest of the team didn't want her to have a heel turn in this way. And then, supposedly, on his way out of the WoW lore team, he basically announced and said that she was going to turn heel and burn Teldrassil. And then, like, basically, the theory is that everything since then has been 
the WoW devs kind of having to deal with this information. Which I don't, I personally, I do not get, how does he force the team to do this? Are they like honor bound to do whatever he says? If he put forward an idea and people weren't going with it, I would just be like, Alex, I don't know about that one. And like, it, it's, it seems weird that based on the information I got, it's like he bamboozled and he snuck it in. Well, it's not like he wrote the whole thing, marketed it, animated it, made the scenario by himself. How does one sneak it in? Well, he's the head of the, he's the guy making the decisions. He's like the final, like, end all be all calling the shots at, at that point. Cause the team was split into two where, cause now see the user has both the roles. Chris Metzen was, I don't remember what he did, but then, um, Frosty was the lore and they kind of merged together. But I'm pretty sure if he was going to quote unquote sneak it in, which I don't think he snuck it in. I think he said, we're doing this. This is what's happening. I don't care what you say. And what are they going to do? Are they going to tell their boss? Bad idea, boss. And like in response to uh, what Aaron said about having to animate it as well, um, they made this decision and announcement without really having to animate it or implement it into the game because I I did a little bit of timeline research myself and we got, you know, the BFA announcement at BlizzCon November 2017. And during that time, they also showed like still pictures and artwork of Telder Soul Burning with Sylvanas in front of it. So they set it in motion then without having to do any of that besides just mm. like commissioning just a still artwork. Yeah, you just got a concept artist to put that together. And then Steve's like, what have you done? And I'm, I'm pretty sure that Alex Afrasiasi was the one to announce it at BlizzCon when we were at like we were at like the extra wild panel at BlizzCon 2017. And he was deleting it. And I remember being like, wait, we're going to burn Teldrassil? And he he was the one to announce it. <laughs> so it kind of, it does kind of line up that he would be the one to be like, yep, this is the path that we're going to take. She's going to be this. Yeah, because then we still had a lot of time before actual BFA pre-patch happened. Because that is in July and August of 2018. So that gives us like a solid eight months between that being announced and that still and us actually doing the pre-patch event of Aaron infamously only rescuing three people from the burning Telder Sill. 13. I know I have I have their it's a it's my full metal alchemist moment. I have their names tattooed on my body. So it's like at that point, like what could they do if he already like went on stage and said Telder Sill will burn. And it's like, what, dude? <laughs> which, which I, I guess, but also Blizzard is famous for being like, this is a thing, and then never. Like, that's like a serious story moment, so I get they couldn't do that, but like, <laughs> I mean, they put fucking, fl- you're flying dog fights on the Wrath box. Where's that? But also, they I'm, very they very easily could have just been like, oops, he, he goofed up. I also think that a lot of those things that were said came from that man as well. I think he's the one <laughs> leading all these false leads when the team was like, we're not doing that. And this one were like, guys, we have to give him something. Let's just fucking do this one. Okay, we, we couldn't fire the goblin cannon, which I've been researching this entire time. So there is a there, it's a goblin cannon, and it's supposedly aimed at Stormwind is the whole thing. It seemed like the biggest fucking MacGuffin. It's just a stupid cannon, and Horde players are like, when are we going to fire it? And I think, because I probably asked if he said that, right? We're going to fire this cannon. I, I think he just said it because it's like, oh, yeah, it's cool, and it will work. Just like how he said the tree's going to burn. It's cool, and it will work. And I, I do think it was still kind of cool. But I think the line with him having no no follow-up seems pretty true. <laughs> so you you said it's a cool thing, and that was touched upon in the video. Taliesin's big 
thing he came to was he agrees that the burning of Teldrassil makes like is a cool narrative moment. And Alex Afrasiasmi was really about creating cool narrative moments with no understanding of how to get there or how to get away from that. So yeah. I guess that's that's another thing where he was like, we're going to shoot the cannon. And it's like, Alex, Alexander, we're going to have to write an attack on Stormwind. What is the fallout from that? And it's like, I do not care. We will fire yeah. the gun. So what's funny is that like, uh, in, like in addition to that, I, I saw a few other interviews or I guess DMs or something. I don't remember where I was reading that. Like a lot of people said that Afrazalazabi's thought process of a lot of his lore writing was that he <laughs> treated everything as his last. And also people were like, he writes it as if he's trying to emulate Game of Thrones, which in particular, if you think about how Game of Thrones ends, is kind of like a little bit in line with uh, the way that he was trying to portray Sylvanas, if you think about it. And what what is really funny too is that like, so like we were going back and we, me and Moon were trying to find the exact timeline for all this stuff. And I found, like, the big post that was on the forums when it was finally revealed that Afrasiaspi had left. Because he left in June 2020. I think we found out, like, in December when a Wowpedia article writer was like, Hey, I was looking at Afrasiaspi's LinkedIn and he's not working at Blizzard no more. And it's like, why were you looking at his LinkedIn, first of all? <laughs> like, what were you doing, my dude? <laughs> they were trying to hire him. <laughs> but, uh, so I, I'm in, like, the fir- one of the first threads that was posted. December 20th. Or December 2020, Makiba from the guild Frozen Scones, a level 60 troll priest with a bald-headed picture, says, I hated him. So happy he's gone. He left in June 2020, so you can't attribute all the bad things to the newser as development for future content is done way in advance. I am not a fan of the Sylvanas worship, but hoping things improve. Someone said in the other thread, he likes Game of Thrones plot devices. So I'm assuming they meant Dumb and Dumber's disastrous writing without the books to lean on. If that's the case, <laughs> I'm very concerned. Yo, Makiba fucking called her shots. <laughs> you ball-headed bitch. <laughs> yeah, so that's basically, I think, what the vibe of this whole conspiracy theory is. Is that Afrazi Yababzis uh, said that this is what we're doing, and then left the team, left the company, and I guess... Denuser and company had to deal with it in Shadowlands as they saw fit. And people are saying that whatever 10.0, the Dragon Isles, Lightlands, whatever it is, is going to be Denuser and his team's first full clean slate slab at writing lore in an expansion. If that's the case, I don't know. I'm on board with this theory. It, it's feel good. Like, give them their chance, I guess. Yeah, so, because, like, when I first saw the video that Tally posted, I was like, Okay, this seems very conspiracy theorist to me. But then, as we go as we go into it, I'm like, he wouldn't have made this video if there was even like a shred of doubt in his mind. Because why would all these people lie? Even if there's so many people that have DM'd him, there was some. There was a, a tweet from the voice actress for the Hearthstone version of Sylvanas, who even uh, said the Hearthstone version similar. of Illyria. Oh, Illyria. Well, she was yeah. still, still basically Michelle, Michelle Morrow wishes she was Sylvanas, but they gave her the other sister in Hearthstone. But, like, there's, like, I don't see why every, everyone would lie. And I'm very curious to see what enemy of the pod, Michael Belluar, who we from now on just call Michael. I think it's funny. He apparently has more information. This is, like, Tally's video is, like, the lead-in video, basically. Like, the trailer to whatever the fuck Michael has to offer. And I'm like, great. 
at that fucking watch a Michael video, like, ugh. But if it makes you feel any better, like, the real, like, on the ground lead to all of this conversation is really Red Shirt Guy. Red Shirt Guy, yes. my homie. <laughs> my, my man Ian, which <laughs> was a rough picture of Ian. My man Tally didn't have to show him twice. That's his Twitter but... profile. That's what he uses for his Twitter profile picture. Well, not with, like, the braces and the big glasses. No, it is. Look at his Twitter. Oh, well, anyways. But, yes, he is the real dude. He is the real uh, on-the-ground on reporter. I have all my respect for my man, Ian. So, like, now I'm I'm trying to view all of Shadowlands through this lens. Because when did he leave? He left before Shadowlands officially launched, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. so he left in June of 2020, and Shadowlands was launched in November of 2020, and then when we first realized that he was actually gone was, like, shortly after that. But this also puts into a new perspective, like, remember when we were hearing about the end of Shadowlands and the raid and the Sufflker and about how Denuser said that this is the, quote, end of a chapter? Like, mm-hmm. he could just be saying that because, like... <laughs> End of a chap end of a chapter of a book. It's like maybe that book is the book that like Afrazi <laughs> Osby and all of them put in motion and now they can have like a fresh book. Yeah, this is the first time they're allowed to make up their new stuff without having to pick up from a story of ultimately an entirely different writing team. Yeah, because think like if if this is the case, if this is true and he was like, I'm doing evil Sylvanas. I'm trying to figure out, like, at what point, what is the last thing Afraz Biazbi touched? Like, what is the last thing he worked on? Do you think he worked on 9.2? Probably not, right? Or maybe, like, a little bit of, like, the intro. But, like, so now they're quickly trying to, like, how can we bury this? How can we end this in the least, like, worst way possible? And then it's like, what, Sylvanas is gonna be the jailer, uh, uh, I guess, guys? I don't know. But the thing is, is like, does there even need to be a jailer? Because the jailer, as we know him, was the ex-arbiter that was sent down into the mall because he was doing bad shit. So, like, I don't know if we effectively need a jailer. It's tough because I feel like if people still like Sylvanas, they don't want to just leave her in the Shadowlands as, like, a, a bastion of undeath. But then at the same time, we've really put ourselves in a way where, like, I feel like it would be hollow if we just brought her back and she's like, you know, I have a new lease on life. I'm ready to be third in charge of the Forsaken. Okay. She's sort of, she, she's reached her apex. We need to leave her somewhere. You know what? I can see it now. They bring her and the Thanos back to Azeroth and they just go back to his little shack out in the middle of nowhere and just live a, a quiet life together on his farm. Never to be seen again. I would love that. Now that's got me thinking. Do you think because he randomly came back in BFA? Do you do you think Afrazi Asby was like, yeah, she needs a toady? And like, no, she doesn't need a toady. It's like, yeah, we're gonna bring Nathanos back. That's our little dude. So when he was on the way out, they were like, get him, kill him, just get rid of him. So I I wonder if that's why her her like quote unquote face turn seems all of a sudden, right? Where it's like it wasn't really me. It was I was being controlled by the jailer. Now, when is the last time we have seen an actual, honest-to-God, like, cutscene? Like, like an old soldier version. You know what I mean? Like a, like a, it's been a while, right? Like, we haven't seen uh, one. Shadowlands beginning? So, I, 
I I really do wonder if like they were trying to have one spun up because those things take forever, right? They take like several years. I don't know, three years, two years. It's a long time to them up. We have only really seen this this redeem Sylvanas in in-game cutscenes because how the fuck if, if it was an on the fly decision, they wouldn't have a big one for it, right? And maybe that's why we haven't had, like, a major cinematic like that, because they had to, like, scrap whatever path they were going on and, like, readjust to a storyline where it lines up with what Denuser and his crew are going to want to do in 10.0. Right. And, like, again, this is all speculation based off of a YouTube video. So, like, you know what I mean? But, like, I I think I'm subscribing. Like, again, why would they lie? I just I have a... Michael. What's next, Michael? Yeah, so I kind of agree, too. I mean, like, do I think that, like, he actually, like, purposely sabotaged Sylvanas' story just to get back at people because he was already on the way out? I don't really know. I think it's more mm. so incompetence on his his part that, like, he's just like, yeah. He, he's like the Hercule Satan where he's like, I'm going to say a bunch of shit to get the crowd to pop, but then doesn't and isn't able to follow up on it. Yeah, I think I think he just had one... Uh, rad idea which i think it's rad or and he certainly did and he was like well i gotta get this one out of the tank before i go so he did it he threw it out there he said make it happen and then he 23 skidooed and people were left scrambling to make it happen and i feel like they've done an okay job on the way out but i remember even as a fresh-faced baby boy being like oh she's burning the tree why well alliance are <laughs> touching the sword a lot and she did get made fun of and i was like okay i guess which is also so weird too because when they officially announced bfa with that trailer she was you know the leader of the horde and she says for the horde is a banshee and she's like it seemed and felt as if she was doing things just as the good-hearted leader of the horde yeah and you know what i i guess i didn't really think about the fact that that wasn't the end of bfa that was the beginning of bfa that that's what it was about. So yeah, it was kind of out of nowhere. I mean, allegedly she she let Varian die, but that was sort of her major. Oh, and also, I forgot the uh, she tried to steal some angels, but those two were her major sins before it was like genocide. And that's the thing, right? Like she was still doing bad things. And I think I think Afrasi Osby's idea for her was she's always been bad, baby. She's always been a bad girl, and. I don't think I disagree with that. <laughs> Do I think I it's mean, good yeah, writing? She was, uh, mm, I guess. Well, uh. she was she was fucking if anything, if that I was mad that other people weren't seeing it in the narrative cuz you go back to books and she's like testing poisons on living humans and like chuckling while they choke to death and die. And I remember being like why why is no one else in the narrative getting upset at this? Is it just we expect so little of the Forsaken that it's like, oh, that's just them. Or even, like, the more recent books of, like, Before the Storm, she, like, shot down all the people who just wanted to see their loved ones, right? Yeah, and not a single person had anything to say about that other than, like, Gen and Anduin were like, oh, that's that's real rude of her. Well, that would still fall into the sphere of Afrasiaspi being like, hey, Christy, write this, like, this way. You know what I mean? So he would still kind of have influence there. Well, anyways, now our now our fate rests in in Michael's hands. We'll see what yeah, he has I'm, to say. I'm sure next episode we'll have more to say on it. And also, Michael, if you need a, a carry for AOTC, Uno Mas will easily get you there. I know your ego's not working out. 
I think your EU. Is, uh, we'll figure is, it out. We'll is, figure is, it out. Is, is Mikey Mikey having a tough time over there? He can't, he can't get AOTC. I just want to say I don't think Unomas is or has ever been <laughs> in position to properly offer people AOTC carries, even if they give us money. Like, no, we we can't. <laughs> we will try and we will fail a couple times. <laughs> Speaking of which, let's talk about how a raid went this week. Oh, so I don't. I think we meant to say this last week, and I don't know if we did. We're like done raiding, and it's just like casual Mythic Plus during the time. And I don't know. I was, I was having fun this week. I ran a few dungeons. I've been really enjoying, like, as I said, I thought I might enjoy. I've been doing, like, Kyrian Holy Priest as Mythic Plus, and I was pulling some decent damage. I was almost, I was, I was about 3k DPS, and with the buffs that are coming and being able to have a second legendary in 9.2, I feel like I'm going to be pumping in these keys. You're going to be beating DPS out. <laughs> Aaron, how close are you to Keystone Master? Uh, probably not at all. You mean I, not, no, you definitely are close. You mean not at all. I well, because don't you have to do like twelve of them in total? Because you, you have to do you need numbers. Six, well, uh, I I can't even tell you. I didn't do any this week. Because last time I checked, you were like what twelve fifty. You got the achievement for twelve fifty, but you're probably well past that. Uh, I don't even know. I, I I could not tell you. I sort of I I was like, if people are around, I'll do them. And then people weren't around for a little bit. So I was like, okay, well, I'm done with that. And then I have just refocused my time to what I'm good at, which is mindless tasks, such as getting horde heritage armors. Oh, well, just a quick a quick look. You're, you're like 1,500, which means you're only 500 away. And there, there are some that you haven't even filled in yet. So I, it's definitely doable. But but I, I agree that like... Uh... Aaron, you are so close. You need 500 points, right? Mm-hmm. You have not done a Tyrannical on two, and you haven't done a Fortified on four. If you catch a Fortified week, your rating's going to shoot the fuck up to, like, 1,900. Like, like it's super easy. Well, I got week this week. <laughs> I'm like that fish in SpongeBob. You can give me food and water, but I also need atmosphere. <laughs> if the rating group is just <laughs> three dudes who just sniffle and sometimes fart into the microphone, <laughs> I lose my motivation. Okay, but what mindless tasks have you been up to, Aaron? Uh, it's just Horde, Heritage Armors, uh, got Zandalari, did that in three days, and then working on Stormwind is Better, the High Mountain Tauren Monk. He's about 35 now. Yeah, I mean, I had some fun, too, because, like, we ran through some low-level, du- like, I, were they just normals, I assume, to level from, like, yeah. <laughs> on, um... I made a Nightborn Priest, I think. I was going to make a Zandalari Troll, but apparently I never did the Horde uh, War Campaign, so I can't do that. I'll have to go back and do that eventually. <laughs> By the way, this is not obviously my bottom boot, but temper, or honorary bottom boot to the fucking Garrosh Hellscream Echo fight for when you're getting the Orcs, the Draenor Orcs. I don't know why I could not do it. It took me like two hours. I had to look up guides online, which I was very happy because people are like, why is this unnecessarily tough? I had to take him into the rafters to avoid the big iron stars. It was, it was, but, but I'm glad I, I finished it eventually. When you say the rafters, what do you mean? Like, how do you get him up there? You know, so uh, you just, you hit him and then you just run away. 
And as long as you don't go to like the very back of the hallway, you can hang out next to the dragon up there Mm -hmm. and he'll still fight you and he'll summon the iron stars, but they just careen downstairs. So at that point, it's just hitting him and then running away when he does his whirlwind because he only has two attacks. But for whatever reason, I couldn't get a hang of the timing for the iron stars. So they would just one hit me every time. I love the iron stars, by the way. I don't know why. Something about those fucking wheelie fire bombs is just such a cool design to me. <laughs> like, so they're they're like the ones that are. Um, what, what Draenor dungeon is that in the, the Iron Docks? Iron is that the same Docks, one? baby. That's what gives them their name. Iron Docks, Iron Stars. Do you like Iron Docks? I like the Iron Stars. Ooh, yeah. I do like Iron Docks. I don't like the end boss as much because. He used to blow me up because, like, you got to stick behind the crates and you got to do it a second time unless you're cool. And I was always like, I want to be cool. And then I died. I just charged that bitch now. I knocked that hole right over. I'm still scrolling through this, like, old thread from when Afrazi Osby left. People have so many comments. There's a lot of defenders of him, by the way. Uh, You know, he wrote Stone Talon and Silver Pine. Do you think those are bad? I don't anyone know what oh he quoted himself stone talon whose only great moment was incredibly out of character for garrosh and was a boring and doomed effort on the alliance side silver pine aaron which you should know was the only advancement of the worgen story outside of the start of the cataclysm yep yet was locked to being horde only are those zones we're referring to damn yep i remember people really wilding out on stone talon but the Horde people I knew really liked it because they the whole thing is that there's like a, a general who's like, yeah, let's blow up the Draenei. I hate them. And then Garrosh is like, we are honorable people. And <laughs> I remember being like, how can he do that and blow up Theramore the next week? So it's funny that people are like, are you talking about that pansy Garrosh zone when he wasn't stepping on Pandaren children? Ugh. <laughs> our, our real our real boy okay now this is something that i think is also interesting that we we three wouldn't really have an opinion on oh also also by the way silver pine when they're like the advancement of the wargan story all it was was you killed them they left gilneas and they were showing up on the shore and you murdered them <laughs> so they all just die you wiped them out as they land yeah, on the shores yeah it's 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 like the alliance wargan make it out what happened to all the other ones that left gilneas the forsaken killed them okay so they're talking about Stone Talon and saying how weird it was, right? But and then but, but then they're saying that the Alliance side of Stone Talon was also weird. The Night Elf suddenly had a modern paramilitary force and were using infrared goggles and automatic guns to kill horde paratroopers. Kata in general had a lot of that. Suddenly everyone's modern military and using modern America military lingo. Dornheim, a dwarf hunter from Shadow of the Forest, says Alliance questing in Kata is really off the mark, meme off theme, and generally bad. I guess I've never, because like we didn't do it, right? Like, and, and when we do it, we go back and we we did it in like a really quick, like, we're now 100, we're 110. But thinking about it, Kata does have a lot of weird gun stuff. And a lot of the fun quests that we like a lot were probably really weird. Like the, like the motorbike gang, the day Deathwing came, like stuff like that. Or the or the the throwing bears out of a tree. I forgot about that one. Is Kata 
It's kind of weird. It kind of is a weird one, right? Yeah. You know what? I'm trying to think of the stone talon thing. And yeah, we were building like mechs and using flamethrowers. And then like Tendrius Feather Moon is like, yeah, this is for my home. And it's like, (laughs) why are you, why you aren't even using flame magic using a literal gnomish made flamethrower. Is the reasoning there that like they are, you know, in the alliance with the gnomes and the gnomes supposedly provided this, but I don't think the gnomes are there during that quest line, are they? they? They didn't use gnomes for anything. So I don't, I don't think so. I'm, I'm trying to think. Like, uh, ex- what? Excuse me, T- Stone Talon Mountain did have one gnome. He is the best gnome. He is the one. Ashley. Uh, w- he is the one worgen gnome. He's, he's like, I'm trying to ask my worgen friend to bite me so I can be a <laughs> worgen gnome. And then the worgen guy's like, I don't want to do that. I forgot about him. If, if that does not happen, we have a new allied race. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to think. So Kata came out in 2010, but it developed in 2008, 2009. What was it? Just like internet culture memes that just influenced it? Like something had to. I feel like every expansion is influenced by something of the outside. Right? Like think of mists. Obviously, that's you know has a very, very large influence from Asian pandas. The kung fu panda. No. I was about to say, were you were you gonna say they made a whole expansion because no. they saw a Jack Black film? They came out at the same time, which I think is the funniest thing ever. The fact that those two came out like simultaneously is hilarious. <laughs> That's so unfortunate. Which is funny because it's not even the time where like the early two thousands was like needlessly appropriating Asian culture and like kimonos for no reason, like either. <laughs> Actually, Kung Fu Panda was 2008. Mr. Pandaria was 2012. Wait a minute. There are, uh, well, maybe a, maybe they saw maybe saw, they saw the sequel. They were like Kung Fu Panda two. Now that's what it's all about. Not gonna lie though, have you guys watched Kung Fu Panda like recently? Kung, Kung Fu Panda is a very competent film, and the fight like animation yeah. and choreography is beautiful. Yeah, it's really good. I actually. Being my friends group, that was our favorite movie growing in high school, was Kung Fu Panda. We had multiple Kung Fu Panda memes. And never played this Pandaria. Isn't that weird? You'd think as a big Kung Fu Panda head, I would have played Mists. I've, uh, unsurprising to anyone, I have not seen Kung Fu Panda. That's your heritage. Shut up. <laughs> Vague Asian. <laughs> Somewhere in the East. Vague Asian portrayed by white people. <laughs> That's you! People also ask, is Kung Fu Panda 4 coming out? People also ask, is Kung Fu Panda disrespectful? <laughs> Who is Kung Fu Panda's wife? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Kung Fu Panda... Okay, this is officially a Kung Fu Panda cast. I They got, like, a lot of yeah. input from, like, actual Chinese filmmakers and stuff like that. I, Despite the fact that Jack Black is in there and he says the phrase skadoosh. No, they worked really hard on <laughs> I, this. I, I, I think they actually did get okay representation. And with that, let's throw it to Growlina. Hey, 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 all. It's Growlina's cousin, here with a dang old interview that'll surely make you clap your hands in ecstasy. I'm here with Smorton, inquiring this simple question. Smort, Sylvanas burnt down the big night elf tree. 
What major area do you think we gotta burn down next? Well, I personally hope we stop burning places down. I like having different cities, and I don't want to just have people stuck in SW and org. Well, I mean, yeah, I'd agree with that. But don't you feel like we ought to trade one tree for another? Don't you feel like they have a big wooden city we could hit as retribution? Do you mean Thunderbluff? Yeah! Cut the elevators, toss a few pyroblasts here and there. I mean, it's not a pretty sight, but what's it really been doing for them? I feel like that'd be a little too on the nose, since the Torrin are a very clear stand-in for a minority group. Bad optics all around. Well, you're completely right, friend. I don't want to cause an incident. But as soon as the Blood Elves, or the Highborn, or one of those magic folks make a big tree city, you know I'm gonna be there. Until that day, though, it's been Growl. Well, we finally managed to defeat murderous Peacock Shen, who intended to conquer China and destroy Kung Fu. You know who we haven't defeated yet, though? Who? Apparently, this uh, garbage disposal on the floor below us. But we have not defeated the new six-month mount that we have been gifted, if we have a six-month sub. The Wen Lo mount. What do you guys think of that? I love it. I think it's really cool, but I do have an issue. Oh no, what's your issue? Wait, wait, wait. first, for those who don't know, when low is their yearly zodiac mount, it is the year of the water tiger, and so it's a water tiger. If you don't have it, get a 6 one sub, or don't, I don't care, do, do what you fucking want. Okay, Aaron, what do you got? My, my only grievance is its mount special, where it goes up and it flies... It goes from zero to 60 feet up in the air. So if you are not zoomed out, all of a sudden, when low and Smingleborp, your gnome, jet out of the, the screen. And you're like, where'd they go? And you have to adjust your camera to find them. It is a pretty cool mount special, though, because like right, right as it starts, it like splashes off water, too. And that was the first moment that I realized, like, oh, it's not just a flying tiger. It's like a flying water tiger. How far zoomed mm-hmm. in do you play World of Warcraft, Aaron? Uh, I would say my character is roughly a third of the screen, maybe to like mm-hmm. a fourth of the screen. I, I, you know what I would love to do? I would love to compare just like our most comfortable scroll settings with... Well, because like you'll, you'll also remember, I play with not a lot of add-ons, so there's more real estate for me to really, like, take in the character. I feel like other people have to zoom all the way out, because it's like, well, my damage meters are taking up the entirety of the right side. I think it's actually screen size, because I have a lot of add-ons, but I have a lot of, like, uncluttered view around my character. And I, I just want to say, like, regardless of what my screen size or my add-ons are, I want to... Even if I had nothing else on the screen, I would want to play as far zoomed out as humanly possible. <laughs> I, I always zoom out pretty far. I don't go all the way, but I think I'm like th- th- one to three scroll wheel clicks from max zoom out, if that makes sense. I don't know what that yeah. means for y'all. The only problem is that like if you played out, if, if you're like me and play as zoomed out as possible, that means that literally every angel flying above you in Spires of Ascension or random tree will clip your view, and it's so 
fucking annoying. It's my least favorite thing in this game. We definitely should do a comparison because I want to say because I, I don't even know how far out like immune plays. Is she truly maxed out? Am I maxed out? I guess I don't even know anymore. But what my, my complaint with the mount though is a similar complaint. I really, really wanted it to be like I'm summoning a mount and like water like surrounds me and I'm on the mount like the um. Like the polar bear mount, how how you do that awesome mm-hmm. like freezing summon, and then bam, you're like the mount's underneath you, and it shit and snowballs. I want I wanted I wanted more water, if that makes sense. Makes sense. And I feel like the the most recent mount that we got for free, uh, not book, but even the one before it, I feel like that had a custom animation. Sarge, I thought yeah, it had a custom yeah. animation, and it, so it's like, why wouldn't they do that with? The water dragon, which would I would say is more exclusive than Sarge. Like you can get Sarge technically for free. Water dragon costs, if you round it out, money. Yeah, I, I guess if I had to ultimately guess, it's probably because of the current working conditions happening <laughs> at the company. Probably we didn't want to put a lot of time into it. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's probably a mount that they had made already a while ago that was just on standby that they're like, yeah, this is the one we're going to throw in there right now without doing much additional to it. That's my guess. I don't know. Is there a vault? Is there a Disney vault of like all the Zodiac mounts that we can like look at? Hey, let us in. Let us see them. Yeah, you know, there's a Zodiac mount from the vault Taylor's version. This boy's always itching to make a Taylor Swift reference and he fucking <laughs> nailed it this time. <laughs> he managed to squeeze it in there. You and said for from your the efforts, vault, basically. For your efforts, I'm going to give you an exclusive look at 2025's mount, uh, the Fire Dog. Ooh, wait, is it true? Is it is it really what it is? No. Wait, wait, what is the next one though? Aaron Vamp, and I'll find out what it is. So while you're looking up that mount. I gotta come in here. What do you cool kids think about the other six-month special toy, Goblin Gumbo? Oh, yeah, because that is also included with this, right? Yes, it is. In Classic, you get Goblin Gumbo, which was a TCG toy where you put down a pot of gumbo, and when you ate some, you'd, you'd spit little, you'd spit green fire. You know, I'm just wondering, like... I just wanted, like, the sweaty gumbo, you know? Sweaty gumbo. Like, <laughs> like sweaty gumbo, sweaty gumbo comes in there with sweaty, sweaty, sweaty lily, sweaty, and they do the little dance to the sweaty gumbo song. Sweaty, sweaty, sweaty. gumbo! First of all, I want to say, I was really excited for the gumbo toy and disappointed when I learned what it was. Second of all, I'm really impressed that you remember the name of Sweaty Gumbo's Dead Dog. That's some that's some real G shit right there. R.I.P. Lily. I, I did listen to that one a little while ago. R.I.P. to Sweaty Lily. <laughs> Sweaty Lily! I also do have the next World of Warcraft Zodiac mount. Are you guys ready for this shit? Hell yeah. According to this really shady website that's given me probably like 35 viruses, uh, ChinaHighlights.com slash travel guide slash Chinese hyphen zodiac slash rabbit.htm. Spoiler, 2023 is the year of the water rabbit. Hmm, how do you make huh. that into a mount? It's a big ass rabbit that's made of water. Okay, now, first thoughts. I really, 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 this is the perfect opportunity to reuse. They could reuse 
the uh, model from those Pandaria dungeons with those big scary rabbits that like have the hammers that like thwomp ah. around. That's a mount. That's a mount. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't like that. It has to be because it'd be also that'd be our first rabbit mount, right? right? Yeah, exactly, because like they just can't do a regular critter rabbit, right? That's no. Who wants that? Nobody is the huh. answer. <laughs> That's I'm just it's just interesting to think like that's a new avenue for them. They'd have to like slightly base it off frog animations almost. I also just realized that they're doing this because Chinese New Year is coming up in a few days. You just realized this? (laughs) Yes, I just realized that because I'm an idiot. Wait, what do you they (laughs) that's why they that's why we have Zodiac mouths in the first place. I mean, I I know I know that I will I'll hop on the thing here too. Y- yes, I knew that the zodiac mounts were based on the zodiac, the Chinese zodiac. It just dawned on me that the actual turning of their year is coming up here. I didn't have May on the launcher to tell me. It was just speaking of whitewashed Chinese folks. It was just <laughs> freaking mercy on there. Whatever happened? When's May gonna be a mount that we can ride around? When's year of the May? You know. Just make sure she's got a big jacket. I don't want any medium-sized maze or else I'm going to the boards again. I was going to say, that sounds like more of a Final Fantasy mount. Okay, gang. I hope you haven't put any shields up during this encounter because I'm pulling my game. Game, 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 game. This one's called Going Over the Wall because I need you to tell me... Out of these four names, which shield I've made up? Okay. Okay. I, I can do that. So, the first round is Shield of the Stockades, Shield of Uncurbed Appetite, Shield of Superior Quality, and Shield of Mockery. Okay, so one of them is made up by you, correct? Yes, yes. For those who do not remember, three of these are correct, and one of these I just made up, and they have to tell me which one is which. I am going to guess the shield of, um, whatever, high quality or something you said? Shield of mockery is my guess. Well, Immune takes that round. The shield of superior quality was fictional. Fuck! (laughs) Ha ha ha. Round two, we have the High Lord's Favor. The Leader's Gaze, the Aegis of Faith, and the Overlord's Shield. The Leader's Gaze is not real. I'm a shield man. I was also going to pick that one, so I say that too. Both of you are correct! Hell yeah? So we'll slide tie with this one, or will Immune take it? We're going into the final round. We have... The end of the line, the green tower, the immovable object, and get your keyblades ready, everyone. It's the door to darkness. It's Kingdom's Heart. What was the green one you said? The green tower. I'm going to say that one. The immovable object. You should have more faith in Alex and all of his former buddies. Because the end of the line is fake. So, 
the green tower, the immovable object, and yo-ho, did someone mention the door to darkness? Oh. Kingdom's heart are all real. Open so heart, immune movie. takes that. Fine, you know what? Gays don't block. That's why I got it wrong. I lost to a straight man. It's fine. I I take this loss to a straighty. I'll accept it. Yeah, I uh, season four of DNR. I'm straight now. Oh my god, am I free? <laughs> oh my god. Also, this is just... <laughs> <laughs> that's what's been holding you here this whole time. Is you're like, well, oh, shit, I gotta go. But immune thinks we're dating, so ugh. I've been rumple stilt skinned. I'm free. <laughs> <laughs> It's also funny because I've never, I don't think I've ever seriously played a class that even uses a shield. You have. Azimuth is your tank paladin, I believe. But how seriously have I played that? I was thinking about doing it because I was like, I have a, we were talking about like roles and stuff today. I was like, I have a lot of DPS. I have a healer. I have no tank. And I was like, you know what, Booty ATW, you're getting thrown back into the tanking mines. You tank, I heal. Let's do, let's get a dungeon group together. I want to level my shaman. Let's freaking do it. That means I have to melee DPS. You have to melee. You can't range. You have to melee. Absolutely. Hey, you, we you need, have to get up in there. We need two more people. Who wants to sign on? It's the end of the episode. Who's left? What do you guys want? Well, I guess before the episode actually ends, though, I feel like it's time we have another entrant. Into our sexy SMPs of the weekend. <laughs> yes! And if you're on our Discord, you saw that we were talking about these fine folks earlier in the week. We have, the three of us have dubbed them Ezroth's Defense Force. And if you're not in our Discord, you can easily join it at donotrelent.com. Join our Discord and hop in and see all the sexy discussion that we're throwing your way right now. <laughs> now, Azeroth Defense Force, that's definitely something I know. But if someone, I don't know, heard it at the beginning of the recording and went, Oh, shit, I hope they say their name soon. Who specifically are we talking about? All of them. <laughs> Which I am now frantically scrolling through our Discord list. To find names. Okay, so for the uninitiated, this is the effectively raid group of champions that are fighting against the Iron Horde, I believe, right? Once you go through the Draenor Dark Portal. Ah, yes. How can I forget these hotties? These... <laughs> Aaron, Aaron's like, who is this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I, I was like, yeah, the Azeroth Defense Force. What a <clears throat> what a bunch of handsome fellas, right? My favorite is when we, at the beginning we pitched this, you were like, sounds good. You didn't ask any questions. You were like, I'm all in. I really, <laughs> really hoped you said their name so I could Google. No, because this is this is like one of the rare times when like we have created our own name for these people because I don't know what else to refer to them as. And before this last week, we didn't realize that there are more than just random NPCs there. First off, they're all named. They all have their own animations. They're all fighting as a raid team. And they all have special animations like as a group where Thrall sometimes runs in and does special shit. Yes, yeah, so once you, so if you're doing Warlords of Draenor leveling, once you meet Khadgar in the Blasted Lands, you cross through the Dark Portal for a second time, and you are met by the likes of Elena Welton, the Wind and Sea of the Alliance Vanguard, 
you're met with Rai, the shameless of the Horde Vanguard, who's a blood elf with all of her ass hanging out. Girl, we got we got people like Rogue, who is a human. He looks possessed. Rogue, who is wearing honestly just a lot of belts and straps. He's very Final Fantasy character looking, with fiery horns erupting out of his head. You are met with Turkina, who is, I guess, canonically Growlina's cousin of sorts. And she's a girl who's not afraid to take a break. She she kills 20 Iron Horde and says, And I'm sitting my little butt down right now and eating a sandwich. She's a Worgen Death Knight who literally sat in her ass for 20 minutes as I sat there and watched. And then the minute I called her out to Aaron, she stood up and started to fight like three dudes nearby. And I'm like, oh my god, Turkina, calm down. She said the union gives me a half hour for lunch, but um, after the half hour is done, I'm back in the game. But so, literally every single character down here is named. You got Archon, we got Ayla, not Aya, Ayla. They're all scrapping Horde and Alliance side by side, all named and all have super cool animations. They're they're healing each other like a raid team. They are, their cooperativeness is unmatched. And like, they all have titles too, which are cool. And like in particular, the healers, I, I felt I felt like a connection to this. The healers were back to back fighting off some enemies together. I believe it was a priest of some sort and a mistweaver. So I was like, oh, it is Jamunky and I up in here. Yeah, it was beautiful. And it's you know what? And if you really think about it, these people were working as a unit. You know what you want a unit to work together for? An orgy. They have the best <laughs> orgy available, baby. Ryuji the Shameless is over there giving it to you, and she's like, I'm feeling a little dry. And who's that behind her? It's Raug with the lube. I also love how in Ryu the Shameless, she's fighting three Iron Guards who are like four times her size. And I'm like, this seems like it was on purpose. It seems like you had the big guys fight this little blood elf on purpose. Little naked blood elf. Are you saying it's the Warcraft version of, like, the little white girl on the couch? That's exactly like, what I was like. Guys I was like, her. this is weird. <laughs> but regardless, a well-oiled raid team is very sexy. Yeah, the Wind and Sea is such a cool title. Why do we not have this available to to us? I want this title. It's a Storm Song title, right? Sounds like it. Mm. It all and like the way that it says like Alliance Vanguard under it is like as if it's a guild. I also feel like that'd be a cool guild name, by the way. Oh, it, you know it's got to be taken on in every server. If not, we will rebrand Storms of Swords of Stormwind to be Alliance Vanguard. We just gotta make sure to let Yabyag know <laughs> he's he's the one still in there. He's gotta let us in. He's, like he's, he's our, the our only GM, one with a key. I think. Yeah. Mmm. So hot. Orgies. Ugh. A D F, the the A D F. You are the best G F slash B F slash T F. They friend that I can think. I'm of. sure this will not be a decision where we're like, who is this again? <laughs> <laughs> By the end of this episode, I'll be like, oh sure, who was that? The the next uh, Best Bakers Awards, I feel like a lot of our, our choices are going to be like, what the fuck did we do here? I do highly recommend, though, if you have not done the scenario, if, you know, if you have done the scenario, to go back and really take your time at the beginning. Because 
think about it. All you want to do is like, okay, I'm going to free Gul'dan. I'm going to free the Shadow Council. No, you stop and you watch the Vanguard's fight against the Iron Horde. They do cool shit. They're scripted events. My boy Vindicated Maraud pops wings and then he jumps like four stories down the stairs to fight some Gron that come through and knock all the Vanguard out of the way. Throw shocks and earth spikes. Like 200 iron hordes. And we don't see it because we're like, I'm gonna free Gul'dan. I mean, yeah, as Slide says, like, I had never seen any of this until last week when he showed me because he had just happened to be waiting there for it. And with that, it's time for our top two bottom boot, medium boot. I'm gonna go first. I think you should. Think about your shit, boys. Uh, so my top two. Okay, so last time we talked, I have been probably the busiest I've been in WoW in the longest of times. Like Aaron was saying he was doing earlier, I've been doing some quote-unquote mundane tasks that I think are actually really, really fun. If you're bored with WoW right now, I highly recommend doing the following. Open your achievement guide. Looking at your exploration and your quests for Shadowlands, I have so many achievements that I have not even finished, and I've been working hard at those. I've been getting Shadowlands uh, treasure treasures gotten in each zone. I've been getting the the quests, the side quests done, and there's war bosses, or there's there's not war bosses, there's uh rares that I haven't even killed yet. That I was like, yo, this dude has been in Ardenweald this whole time, and I've never killed him before. So I've probably gotten about. 30 achievements since last week uh i've gotten probably my calculator says 174 renowned levels since we last spoke last week how crazy is that wow this is on one character on one character to be fair i guess uh 40 uh, 40. 120 of those are from just buying <laughs> the, the 500 gold. <laughs> the 500 Okay, boo. <laughs> fucking boo, Reno. But I, I, I did level Necrolord on Wild Seed to 80. Kyrian right now is sitting at, I think, 56, 57, um, without doing any of the campaign story. Just comp stomp. That's all I've done for Kyrian. So, like, I'm basically already done with Kyrian once I did the campaign. And for Venthyr, I really want to take my time because I've I've never had a character do Venthyr storyline ever. Now a single character has done that, and with Wild Seed, I'm gonna do it because I want to get all the Mog. I want to get all that shit, and I'm like, what else am I doing? Wait for nine point two. But like, this has been like honestly really entertaining. And I turn to Immune, and I'm like, why haven't we done? The Shadowlands treasures earlier. Why didn't we do any of the rare stuff earlier? We're, we're getting mounts. We're getting toys. We're getting appearances. And I'm like, what the fuck? What? I, I've been doing the like, editing content so hard that I forgot that playing casually gives you so much satisfaction. And it's great. Uh, Mian, what about you? What's your TTBBMM? Okay, well, I have... I am just going to say a bottom boot, I guess. Come on, man. But because I will say also similar to Wild Seed, I mean it's a slide whistle on Wild Seed. Whoa, who's what's my name again? What's my name again? Uh, Alan. Anyway, that is your canonical name. Everyone asks if that's your real name, and I tell it's them not his yes. real name. Hey, it's guys. me. It uh, is. It's me, it Alan. is. Hello. It's Alan. <laughs> I'll do you Texas. Anyways. 
Okay, so yeah, I similarly have been working for a lot of achievements. I got done all of my Shadowlands journey or whatever it is, where I, you did the, like all of the exploration bosses and treasures of all of the regions. I also did my Corthia ones. Um, but my, so like, that was fun. And I did a bunch of other random ones, like where there's some easy ones in Ardenweald where it's just like kill all these beasts that are like air quotes rare, which is super easy. Or like find all these books and kill them and bring like the books back to this guy's collection, which is cool. Or just eat a bunch of food and drinks from this bar in Ardenweald. I was like, oh, cool, whatever, I can do that. So just fun little achievements like that and things that I wouldn't have known. But my bottom boot is that there were several rares or treasures that were phased weird it wouldn't let me get them i specifically remember this one in ardenweald where there's this dream catcher where if there is a world quest in the same area as it it overrides it even if you clear that world quest the dream catcher treasure still will not stay put there like if you're outside of the radius of the world quest you can see it but if you get close enough it phases out which is so frustrating. There were like two or three world quests slash treasure interactions that were like this, which were just really frustrating. And I feel like at this point they would have fixed it, but I guess not. Come on, Ian. Fix the fix the gorm phasing. Maybe it'll get mailed to you. So that's the thing. That Dreamcatcher in particular did get mailed to me only because I found the closest part on the outside radius of this world quest, flew in as fast as I could, dismounted, and then clicked on it while it was still there. So I had like the action bar of me looting it and like while it disappeared. And then like an hour and a half later or whatever, it appeared as from the postmaster. And that was how I got my treasures of Ardenweald, which is really stupid. I shouldn't have to do that. <laughs> womp womp. But yeah, I, I have been having fun with these kinds of achievements. But yeah, Aaron, what is your TTBBMM? Well, I have two quick top toots. I will start with the smaller one. In preparation to get the last griffin, the last armored griffin, I've been working <laughs> on my Operation Shield Wall reputation, and that is the quest line where you hang out with Jaina, you find out that the Divine Bell has been taken, and you blow up Blood Elves. And so, for the first time in my playing history, I got to actually be there. Growlina was slash slow walking with her bestie, Jaina Proudmore, and we were blowing up blondies. I, I did all the quests, and then I walked around for like an extra ten minutes just blowing them up. And then we went back to Varian, and he was like, you you claim you have found the bell? And then Jaina's like, no, but we killed every single horde in the Kirin Tor. It's the alliances now. And he goes, Jesus fucking Kreezus, Proudmore. What did you do? It was great. <laughs> so top two. Well, that yeah, that was one. And then the other is after weeks of diligence, Growlina is finally a fun gal. Wait, you did it? You finished fun gal? I did. I did. Which means I will never be an Arden Weldian ever again. But I gotta say, sometimes I miss it. Sometimes there'll be like two or three enemies and I'm like, get ready for the blast. And then I hit it and I just start casting mirrors and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm not an Arden Weld anymore. Okay, that was my next question. So you can use Fun Gal even as a Venthyr? Yes. Oh my god, dude, as, that is yes. so good. 
Yeah, I'm a I'm I'm back to I've been doing my ember courts. I've been flying around. I've been sipping spooky tea, but I'm still a fun guy. Okay, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm 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 gonna well, I'm willing to bet that a Venthyr mage with the title fun gal is not very common. It can't be because that requires the dedication of swapping. You know what I mean? Like it. It's a lot of work. Yeah, not not only not only do you have to be in Ardenwild, you had to do that one, which I'm mad I didn't do it when it was current. Like I had to I did extra be an Ardenweldian, but it feels good to finally have that done. It also feels good that you miss it a little bit because you know us fairies got a soft spot for them little furry worgen boys and girls. And I'm just happy that I managed to evade getting a picture of me taken there. Oh, you think you think you evaded getting a picture taken of me? <laughs> no, no! You fool! You fucking fool! <laughs> Not me at the Arden Weldian Christmas party. But yes, um, I. <laughs> I like I d- I didn't know that you could use titles outside of what your current one is because I've been leveling up a uh, what I've been leveling up a uh, Kyrian and Nightfay and I've never changed my title from Sin Eater, Sin Eater because that's such a cool wait one. I thought that the titles were only if you the the main no. titles I thought of the main covenants no I I what? I could have told you that was the case because yeah I was a Sin Eater during my entire adventure. Gralina can be any of the eight things Wait, now. so I can be Baron Wildseed as... Oh my god, mm-hmm. that's what I'm going to use all the time. I'm Baron... Uh, well, I'm a man right now, so I'm Baron Wildseed. I was about to say, that's, uh, that's your your big reveal, is that you're a boy. Look at my dick. Hmm. I think there's been a bit too much of that at Blizzard. That's so, sir. Well, yeah, you know what? You are correct. I retract my statement because it was not... Yeah, that's pretty bad. Delete that. Erase it. Erase it. Hurry. Cancel. Wait, 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 Scratch all of that. Sorry, I have a one little baby thing. Okay, so I was looking at Zodiac Science for 2024, because I got curious. <laughs> In 2024, WoW is going to have to make an Earth Dragon mount, which is hilarious, because Notharion, a.k.a. Deathwing, is an Earth Dragon. Are they going to make an uncorrupted version of Deathwing for 2024 mount? You heard it here first, folks. That's my call. Uncorrupted Deathwing for Zodiac Mount 2024. Earth Dragon. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> okay, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> this thought and many others were brought to you by our gracious patrons, which include friend of the pod, Dejurla, fourth host of the podcast, Jumonkey, Ahoy Vince, a.k.a. Nathanos, killed himself to see Sylvanas and she won't even pick up the phone. Vanderlyle, aka please don't right click and save my shout out. NSYNC slash drag race, crucifix, Saracen Hawk, Adorno giving a shout out to Cubby Bub's Mountain Mama jacket. Gershom, check out Thrall's Balls. And Will, aka Tire, Trade Chat's Fallen Father. Trade Chat! And with that, if you have any questions, comments, complaints, concerns, send us an email to do not relentpod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at do not relent pod at Twitter. You can leave us a review on Spotify, on iTunes, wherever you want to. Warcraft Radio, up to you. We don't care. We'll take a shot for your review. What about you two? Where can we find you on the internet? You can find me, Alex or Immunization, on Twitter. 
at New Era Alex. You can follow our podcast Instagram account on the gram at Do Not Relent. <laughs> I will stream on Twitch at Immunization DNR at some point again. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at the Big Cheesy on Twitter.com, and you can follow my Twitch at twitch.tv slash Aaron DNR. Uh, another site says that 2024 is the year of the Wood Dragon, which is way more interesting than Earth Dragon. And remember, another down! Do not relent! Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish.